Hey, welcome to Time Limit, the podcast where we talk about all things project management with PM experts. This week, I've invited Kayla Kaiser from Plank Design in Montreal to join me to dig in on kickoff meetings. So we all kick off new projects, right? But what's the best way to do it? I asked Kayla to have this discussion with me because she'll be presenting a lightning talk on this topic at the 2020 Digital PM Summit online this October. Kayla works on website redesigns and apps, and her company has a really fresh approach on kickoffs. In fact, they call kickoffs hack days at Plank. It was really fun to dig on, dig in on how she plans and manages those meetings. I think there's a lot of information that you'll get from this interview that will help you to rethink and level up your own kickoffs off meetings. Or maybe you'll just get an inside view of how Plank works and get some amazing ideas on how they make amazing products for their clients. Check it out. Kayla Kaiser, thank you so much for joining me on Time Limit today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you here to talk about your topic for the Digital PM Summit, which is kind of about kickoff meetings. We're going to focus on kickoff meetings and we're going to get a little bit more into kind of how you handle them at Plank. Um, But I think this is a good topic because we're all kicking off projects all the time, right? Um, But I wonder if it might be a good idea for us to just start really high level. Can you tell us a little bit about like, what is a kickoff meeting and why are they used? Sure. So a kickoff meeting is generally the first meeting between you know, the project team and the client. Um, and it's used to you know, have introductions between the two, um, a brief summary over the project, um, discuss high-level scope and deliverables, um, and also the roles and responsibilities and briefly the project timeline. It's not a long meeting. It's usually an hour, maybe an hour and a half, um, depending how many people are there. Um, But that's quickly the basics of one. Cool. Yeah, it's kind of like a level setting meeting in some ways, right? Getting everyone on the same page. Exactly. Yeah. In my experience working as a PM in agencies and also with in-house teams, I've done kickoff meetings in a variety of ways from those one hour meetings to like two day workshops. And I think the way that you approach those meetings really kind of depends on what you're working on and who you're working with. But part of me thinks that it kind of comes down to determining the goal for the meeting in order to guide you in the right direction for what that agenda should be. What do you see? And you, you kind of pointed out a little bit of this already, but what do you see as good goals to help you define what your kickoff meeting should be? Um, so one of the goals would definitely be, you know, making sure that everybody, as you said, is on the same level um, so that everybody has the same understanding of why we're here and what the goal is of the project. Right. Um, <laughs> very important that we, we all be on the same page with that. Um, and also, I think understanding each person's role and how they're going to impact the the project. Yeah, definitely. I mean, people ruin everything on projects, right? So getting that stuff out in the open early is pretty important. Yeah. Um, and if I could just talk a little bit about what makes Plank a little bit different is one of our goals is going in and really understanding the client and who they are. So kind of getting out of the spreadsheets and out of the tools and focusing on, okay, who are these people? What is their goal? What are they looking for outside of, you know, 
the scope and requirements? What, what's the goal or what are they looking for at the end of the project? Um, and kind of understanding how they work and maybe, you know, everybody has bureaucracies or policies or certain stakeholders that they have to live with. And, you know, my goal is always to understand that ecosystem so that I can better help them throughout the project process. Absolutely. Actually, can you tell us a little bit about Plank um, and the types of projects that you work on? So we're a web design agency. We do websites, we do apps sometimes, um, and we predominantly work with non non not for profit mm -hmm. um, as well as arts and culture um, we also have um, a big entertainment um, section we kind of got our hands in a little bit of everything cool so do you basically use the kickoff to refine goals or do you come to the kickoff with a scope that's already formed and then you're basically starting to dig into the goals and align with the stakeholders so we get to the the meeting and the high level scope is defined. Okay. Um, we do the normal process of what a project kickoff is, but also what's different is I will narrow in on a an activity or something that is ambiguous that needs clarification and take advantage of the fact that we've got everybody in one room. Let's really dive in and get to the bottom of this issue so that we don't have to spend weeks, you know, going back and forth through emails or Slack to get something understood or approved. Okay, cool. Yeah, I know uh, when I worked at Happy Cog, which is another web agency, um, I loved the way that we handled kick kickoffs because we would get a scope, we would do an internal kickoff meeting with our team just to get everyone aligned on what was included in the scope and we'd talk about our product process and an approach for that project specifically, then we would typically, before even doing like a formal kickoff meeting, we'd probably have a call with the clients just to kind of introduce ourselves and get talking about uh, first steps. But we would do stakeholder interviews and sometimes user interviews and use the information that we gathered from those interviews and use them in the kickoff meeting as discussion points. Like the, these are kind of like the trending responses in this area. These are the goals that these groups of stakeholders are looking for. And use that information to really get information on the table and then have a discussion about it, but refine that information and basically start to get everyone aligned around what the goals of the project are, uh, which, I think is really exciting because if you don't have your goals settled when you're coming out of the kickoff meeting, how can you possibly know what it is that you're really set out to do and be confident that you're on the right path? Yeah. And that's huge because at the end of the day, whatever you're launching, you want to make sure that it goes back to those goals that you first discussed. Yeah. Uh, so and sometimes that a little lost if you're not, if you don't have those first conversations. Absolutely. That kind of leads me to, to my next question is I'm wondering, you know, once you have those goals established, is there anything that you do, a deliverable that you produce as the project manager or like a conversation that you have that kind of helps you to keep those goals at the forefront of the conversation of, around the project? Um. That's a good question. 
I mean, I think I always go back to the goals. So whenever we're discussing something, um, a feature, or we're at the end of a, an iteration or at the end of producing something, and I'll always, you know, ask the team, okay, does it answer the, the goal um, that we mm -hmm. set out to do? And so I think that is how I, I keep focused on it, is just kind of always making sure and asking the team, is, is what we're producing going back to our goals? Is it giving value? That sort of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. It's just, it's a conversation that you kind of have to remind everyone about as the PM. And it, it can be, I don't know if you feel this way, but you can start feeling a little bit like a broken record or like you're trying to play devil's advocate, but it's really kind of the best way to keep things on track, I think. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that's part of what the project manager's role is, is to you know, keep the project team focused and making sure that we're all aligned on what we're doing, right? And it's very easy sometimes to kind of go down a rabbit hole when you're building something. Right. <laughs> <and> forget, <laughs> you know, the original goal or the original scope. So right. like you said, it is a little bit of a broken record, but if not, then things can derail easily. Yeah, it's necessary. Well, let's talk for a couple minutes about planning a kickoff because I'm sure there are plenty of folks out there who want some new ideas or want to even just do it for the first time. I'm curious, um, are you the person in your agency who's responsible for planning the kickoff? So I would say I am responsible for planning the kickoff. Um, depending on what we've decided the goals of the kickoff are going to be, um, I'll usually have a designer um, and if we're talking about technical plans, I'll make sure that, you know, our senior developer or developer is in the room with us as well. And so when I go into planning, I do make sure that they're part of that process and that they know, okay, at this point in the day, this is when I'm going to, you know, ask my questions and be able to, you know, talk a bit about my role here in the project. Um, I think it's important to highlight that our kickoff usually lasts a whole day if we're doing it in person. Cool. So it's really important that, you know, we're all aligned and we have an agenda for the day and it's broken down and it's clear for everyone. Yeah. Um, living remote life, we've broken that down um, into different sessions just because a whole day doing Zoom meetings might is a lot for some people. Yeah, it sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> so um, we usually kind of break it down and and do uh, in the hack day. We we focus in on one to two activities and doing that remotely. We just kind of break it up into different sessions, but we do it all within the same week. So it's a pretty heavy week. Um, it's a pretty heavy day, but it's, you know, every day there's, there's an activity and something that needs to be discussed and, and zoomed in on. Well, it's cool to hear that you're finding alternative ways to get that, the work done in a kickoff that you would do in person and you're able to do it remotely. Uh, I, that, that's really important. I'm, I'm wondering what types of kind of activities or exercises are you doing? You don't have to tell us all, but just generally, like what kind of stuff are you doing? So we do a lot of um, redesigns. So we're taking websites that haven't been touched over 10 years and kind of refreshing them. Um, so there's a lot of content restructuring that needs to happen, kind of sitemap 
things that have to be discussed. And so I usually like to start with that. And it's a great discussion piece. And everybody, especially if there's a website that has to show different departments, everybody wants to be front and center. So <laughs> kind of discussing the site map and getting all of the stakeholders' opinions all at once and making those concrete decisions. This needs to go there. This is more important. We're going to put this, you know, maybe at the footer just because it's not as important as we thought it could, it might be. Um, so we're, we're, those are the kinds of activities that I'm, I'm doing, you know, site map, either a content map, sometimes an empathy map. It really depends on, you know, what problem or issue needs to be clarified. Okay. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. It's kind of what I was getting at earlier too. It's like, you know, we would have those conversations with stakeholders and we would kind of form conversations around areas where there was clarity needed for our team or alignment needed, or even just where there were general questions around scope or focus or goals. So there's so many different exercises and things that you can do that I think can align stakeholders or clients to a team and actually have a little fun doing it. Like, I I think the thing that we're probably not communicating about that kind of like kickoff process is they're collaborative and they're fun. It's less of a meeting and more of a workshop, right? Especially if you're doing a full day. Yeah. And that's, what's great about the full day is because we're all in one room and usually there's whiteboards and there's a TV. We can connect and share screens. We can go up on the board um, and, and write out all of our ideas and kind of put everything together collaboratively, everyone, you know, in the room. Um, that's definitely been a little bit more challenging being remote, mm-hmm. but thank goodness we have, you know, online whiteboards and, and it's still, you know, at the end of the day, it's the discussions that matter. Right. Definitely. So I, I mentioned doing stakeholder interviews prior to a kickoff. What are the, the things that you need to know before planning a kickoff meeting or before walking into a room for a meeting? So there is a lot of planning, as I'm sure you're, <laughs> you're familiar with. Um, I make sure that the team that is going to be with me has reviewed the RFP, has reviewed the proposal, has already taken a look at the website, or has taken a look at the requirements um, or the technical requirements. Um, and there's, you know, making sure that they're well-versed on everything we know so far about the client. Um, So that kind of can take a couple of days. Um, And also, it's not just the team that I prepare. We have like a package that we do give to the client and we ask them, you know, can you make sure to bring any relevant documents to the, the meeting so that we can have meaningful discussions around what you need to know from us as well? Cool. Yeah, so you're giving everyone fair um, fair amount of time to prepare themselves to show up and make the meeting a success. Exactly. Do you think that typically everyone who's in the room has a really good sense for the the scope of the project when when, when you walk into a kickoff? Usually, yes. Okay. Um, I like to reiterate, but usually everyone has a a good idea. Um, prior to, I always ask, you know, the client, invite the stakeholders that are going to be the most impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also aware sometimes we need to have 
a hack day that is more of a brainstorming session and gives the stakeholders an I, a, a chance to give and share their ideas. Um, so I also may ask the client, you know, what type of workshop are they looking to get out of this? Is this a workshop where we're really going to concretely say these are the things that we're doing or do you need to do a little bit more of everybody in a room brainstorming together so that everyone feels heard and then from there decide what we can do um, I, I think like that, that. so yeah. you're, you're basically taking their kind of personal preferences into account and not the kind of like forcing this highly interactive fun workshop on them if that's not their style yeah and also you know, I've come across clients who have a lot of stakeholders and at the end of the day, there might be two really important people who are making the decisions, but they still want to make sure that every department or every person is heard. So I think it's important to give that a chance as well, because you want the project not to just correspond to one or two people in the organization. You want it to be a success for the organization as well. Yeah. I remember I um, I did a kickoff meeting and it was two day two full days of a workshop for a museum, and we had a kind of like revolving door of stakeholders coming in, and it was sixty people total. So it was this oh. giant workshop with almost our whole agency and all all of the leadership from and content kind of development from across the museum which was really cool. And it was a great way for us to, I mean, there was a lot of preparation going into that meeting um, and a lot of interviews and and a lot of presentation for us, but it was Mm -hmm. a great way to get everyone aligned, to get everyone informed about what the project was going to be, what the goals were going to be, how it was going to work, how they were going to interact with it. And also a chance to sit down and do some brainstorming together and, you're, the, the reason I thought of this is because you mentioned kind of like not everyone kind of wanted to work the same way. And I definitely remember some folks in that in those meetings just like putting their pencil down and saying, this is just not for me. Right. Uh, and, and as the PM, that kind of freaks you out a little bit, right? Because you don't want to see somebody disengage from your project so early. Um, right. But at the same time, like you have to let everyone just have their space and at least don't let them leave the room, but at least witness what's happening and be a part of the conversation. Yeah. And it's also a moment to, you know, understand who's on board, who's not on board right away. Instead of, you know, getting halfway through a project and a stakeholder pops up and it's like, wait a second, this wasn't what I was thinking. (laughs) Yeah. You can, you can basically pick out the difficult people on the spot. In the kickoff meeting, if you're doing your job of like just observing, right? Exactly. And I think, you know, going back to my original goal is understanding how everybody is working and how, what their goals are and, you know, kind of getting away from the spreadsheet stuff and really focusing in on the personalities involved and the, what their expectations are. Absolutely. So to you, what makes a kickoff meeting successful? So hopefully, you know, these are two teams they've never met or they've had preliminary conversations prior to. And so my hope is that 
we kind of get over the storming hump of a team and kind of normalize a little bit, understand everybody's roles, understand how at some level how people are working, which is why I like to do an activity because when everybody's working on something, you quickly establish who the roles and personalities and how best to work with people. And also I always try to have some sort of takeaway, either a site map or a content map or technical plans or, you know, outlining the, the requirements, um, detailed, just making sure we go or end the day or end the week with something tangible. That makes sense. And I'm sure that that makes clients really happy too, to know that they, they worked with you toward producing something that will be used and is central to the project. That's a, a really good goal to have. Have you, are there any challenges or issues that you've experienced that you think that people should, you know, consider as they're kind of looking at their kickoff process or even planning a kickoff meeting? Um, that's a great question. I think one of the things that I've experienced as challenging is when stakeholders may not have a full concept. So they have an idea, they, this is what they want to do, um, but it's not 100% clear what kind of content it's going to be or like we can build it, but you know, the bread and money hasn't really been fleshed out. So that I would say is definitely a, a challenge. Um, and sometimes we have these preliminary kickoffs and we're discussing something that's still so high level. And then we kind of have an idea of what we're doing and we go with it. But then halfway through, because it was never really fully understood on the stakeholder side, we, we run into issues. Um, so my advice is definitely asking the stakeholders, making sure that if there's anything that's ambiguous, don't talk about it until it's <laughs> confirmed. Um, put it to the side or, you know, assign someone to really kind of flesh that out so that you don't have to change your mind halfway through kind of thing. So that's one of the things that I've learned um, is either pausing on things that are, are ambiguous and revisiting when we have clearer information. Yeah. So basically, don't waste your time on things that you're not sure how they would be approached or that there's even a goal related to those things. Like focus on what you can execute on in the kickoff meeting. Exactly. So how do you document what's been done in your kickoff? So if you're doing a mixture of presentations and exercises, like is there, you know, you mentioned a deliverable, like a site map that might come out of the meeting. Are there also meeting notes or action items or things that come out of that meeting as well? So there's definitely meeting notes. Um, I always have an agenda, so I send the agenda. And I also have it there so people can put notes on the agenda if they need to. Um, we also work with Trello. So I always, for each of our sessions or for the hack day, I'll have a card specifically for that, um, where we can put our notes, where we can put all of the assets or any kind of um, tangible item, we can all put it in that one card. And that's how we document. Cool. You keep saying hack day. And I'm just assuming that you call your kickoff meetings hack days at Plank. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Sorry. No, no, it's totally fine. I, I, it's cool to kind of 
brand them on your own and kind of make them your own experience. And I would, I would encourage anyone who's listening to do the same thing because then I think it makes it feel like more of a, a unique experience that your team and your stakeholders can kind of bond over and talk about. Because at the end of the day, the kickoff meeting should be informative, but also fun and enjoyable. Um, and calling it a hack day just kind of points you in that direction, I think. No, definitely. I agree. I mean, I uh, traditionally, you know, if possible, we've even tried to, you know, mock things up quickly or code something quickly. So that's why we kind of went with the hack day-esque terms so that to, to kind of speak to that. Cool. So uh, I'm curious about, you know, uh, we talked at the very beginning a little bit about kind of how the meeting helps you to set expectations I'm wondering how you do that as it relates to process and communications in the kickoff. Like, do you make a presentation? Are there slides? Is there a discussion that you have in the kickoff meeting about those things? So the kickoff meeting, I really focus in on like the goals and the scope and deliverables and role and responsibilities. Usually I'll have a separate meeting with the key person on the client side and I will go through the process with them. Um, And so I'll take that time to speak to that person and lay out how we're going to communicate. If it's going to be, you know, Slack, email, phone calls, um, talk, you know, run them through Trello. Also, you know, I'll walk them through the process of, okay, we're going to be doing um, the the kickoff meeting. We're going to be doing a design phase. We're going to be doing the development phase and really going through the full process with them so that they can own it. And then, you know, on their team, they can inform whoever needs to be informed of the process. Because I've I've realized that not all stakeholders in the kickoff will be a part of the whole entire project process. They're, right. they're there to give their opinions or they're, they're there at key moments through the process, but they don't want to be bogged down with all of the project process. So that's kind of why I take that part and sit down with the individual specifically so that they can make sure they're the most important person to understand the process um, and they can you know, inform who they need to on their end. Yeah, I really like that approach. I think it's really important, especially when you're working as an agency with a client. It's it's important that the client have one key point of contact, contact one person who is responsible for almost managing the client side of the relationship and the project. Because if you don't have that person, things will fall apart really easily and communications will get really tricky. I've been in that scenario and it's not fun. Agreed. Or when you're trying to coordinate with, you know, several people on their end. No, thank you. (laughs) Yes, totally. Doable, but messy. (laughs) Doable, but a real pain. And you end up spending so much more time in the project that's not really necessary. And you're like wasting time on and hours on scheduling and who who wants to do that? Like that. That's yeah. And I think also a lot of the time the client doesn't realize that there's certain conversations that they can have without us and then come back and be like, okay, these decisions have been made. We're good. We don't need to, you know, dwell and, and debate. Right. Yeah. Your job as the P as the PM isn't necessarily to wrangle all of their opinions and determine what a decision is. Like you'd rather have them make a decision and come back to you so your team can make progress. Yeah. I I mean, I think 
we're there to provide insights and to provide strategy and best practices and help guide whatever decision needs to be made. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it is, you know, their project. It is their site. They have to live with it. So (laughs) there are decisions that they need to make um, and that, you know, we can help, but they have to own. Yep. Okay. So I'm coming up on our last question and I'm, I've been asking a question that's kind of tied to the theme of the show, which is time limit. So it's kind of like nodding to the fact that, you know, we're all busy. We're all trying to get our best work done with limited time and limited resources. I'm sure that you've been there as a PM. I certainly have. Um, I'm not sure if you've been in a situation where projects get rushed, you know, like I've been in client project situations where the, they're, the deadline is so tight and we just have to skip the kickoff or the kickoff gets cut shorter than we're used to. And you're kind of like wondering if you're missing out on something, but you don't have time to think about it. I'm wondering, mm-hmm. you know, in that case, if, if things have to get cut short, are there things that you'd recommend a PM must definitely discuss and document to make sure that things are on the right track as they move into execution? Yeah, I think expectations and goals and scope and deliverables definitely need to be discussed. Uh, I can say that even on rush projects, I always try to make time for a kickoff. Maybe we don't do the activities and diving deep um, because I'm assuming that you know, those conversations have already happened or that there isn't, there's less ambiguity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely would make sure to have um, that leveling because I don't see how, even in rush projects, you need to have a leveling between both teams. Yeah. So it's like, no matter what, those are things that you at least have to get out on the table, have everyone acknowledge and essentially kind of confirm and move on. Yeah. And, you know, for those who are resisting, my argument is always the development process will go so much faster if all of these conversations are done ahead of time. Um, when we're diving in kind of blindly, it leads uh, it leaves a lot of room to make mistakes. Right. Yeah, it all comes down to confidence, right? I mean, knowing that stuff makes you confident in the fact that you'll deliver something that will be a good solution and the project will be successful. Yeah. Awesome. Totally. Well, this has been really great. I think we've definitely covered kickoffs in depth. Um, sounds like you've got tons of experience on them and it would be fun to sit in on one of those kickoff meetings someday. Who knows? But uh, thank you so much for joining me. and. Um, I hope to talk to you again soon. Definitely see you at the Digital PM Summit, which will be online, but you're still going to be speaking, so I can't wait to see that. Yeah, no, I'm excited to speak, and I'm excited to be a part of the digital online process. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, Kayla. Thank you. 
Okay, that was a fun interview. I love sharing and comparing processes and stories the way that we did. I hope you came away with a new idea or a tactic to implement with your team, or maybe even a question to follow up. Feel free to reach out to me if that's the case. If you want to learn more about kickoffs and other tactics surrounding setting and managing expectations, you should also check out our free online classes at teamgant.com. This is definitely a topic that I cover pretty often. Also, if you like this episode and you want to hear more, please review our podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Doing that will help us to attract more great guests just like Kayla. All right, folks, that's it for this episode. Come back for episode 36, where we're going to dig into agency project management. Thank you.